Welcome to the Next Cloud Podcast. Let's talk about digital sovereignty. So, welcome to our third show of the Next Cloud Podcast. Today with me is Frank Kalicek. He is the CEO of Next Cloud. Hi, Frank. Hey, Ingo. Yeah, and uh, we want to discuss a little bit home office. Um, I mean, you as a person, Nextcloud, we already discovered uh, last time how the the story went. Um, I think uh, that um, you as a person is interesting, but today we like to talk a little bit uh, how the company, how Nextcloud is working together and As we all know, difficult times uh, at the moment, Corona pandemic, how it changed maybe uh, the Nextcloud roadmap. So how is Nextcloud as a company working together? We are here now today in the Stuttgart office of Nextcloud. Mm -hmm. But I just saw one person. I mean, it's also yeah. <laughs> because of Corona, I think. Exactly. Yeah. Um, are you here together working on things or is it all remote? Yeah. So um, so we have an office here in Stuttgart, as you mentioned, and one in Berlin. Um, but they are both relatively small. So here in Stuttgart, I think we have six people usually. Uh, today only two because of Corona, as you said. Uh, I think in Berlin we have like seven people in the office usually. Um, also a little bit yes uh, less now because of uh, COVID nineteen. Um, and all and everybody else is in, is remote. So we basically uh, organization with is like full with remote people. And this has many reasons. This is because of the, um, the open source nature of Nextcloud, because Nextcloud is an open source project. We have like actually um, over 2,000 volunteer contributors from all over the world. And they're obviously not all in one office, <laughs> so they're working from wherever they want to. And this is something that's super important for, for Nextcloud to have this um, culture of, of remote work. And yeah, Same way we do this remote collaboration in the open source community, we organize our company in exactly the same way. So, um, yeah, only small office here. Mm -hmm. what, what tools do you do you use for working together? I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, are there phone calls uh, mm -hmm. 24 hours a day, or or how do you? Yeah, are there conferences each month that you see each other? How does this yeah. work? Yeah, yeah, uh, all of that, I guess. Um, <laughs> so, um, I mean, we use tools, obviously. Um, by coincidence, we have our own tool, Nextcloud, <laughs> <laughs> which is actually good for working remotely. Okay. <laughs> um, but there are, of course, more things, and especially company culture is, is the important piece here because some people or some companies nowadays with the Corona situation, they're in this, they have the challenge that they can't, people can't come, come to the office uh, again anymore. And then um, they think that the solution is to just to use the tool, just, Hey, we have now a Zoom account or Slack account or Microsoft Teams. teams exactly <laughs> and then hey then everything is solved um, 
And obviously, that's not so easy. I mean, besides all the usual problems here <laughs> with uh, privacy uh, and, 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 and data protection and GDPR compliance, all other things that I don't want to cover here today, um, there are, of course, more problems because just having a video conferencing system doesn't solve the problem. What you really need is the right company culture to work remotely because... I mean, there's still so many companies where you have to be in the office by nine o'clock and you leave at five o'clock and then you have like whatever, 45 minutes lunch break and then you have all these rituals. And, and you are paid to be there, exactly. not to work, <laughs> you are paid to be there. Exactly. It's not important what you do, but you have to be there and you have to be in the meeting and you have to yeah sit behind your desk and then it's all fine. And that's, of course, um, yeah, <laughs> wrong on so many levels. And Nextcloud, we do this completely different because I don't care who is there because what is there anyways, people are at home. And uh, I, I and no one else knows what they're doing. I mean, when they are doing things and it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter when you start and when you stop and it doesn't matter. The only thing that's important is um, what you do. Right? It's the results, what you produce and how you communicate and what you actually do the whole day. Um, that's important and not when you start, when you stop and how long your break is and if you're like in between like uh, reading private emails or, or booking a vacation on, on, <laughs> on, on, on the internet. That doesn't matter. That's not important. What is important is a culture of trust and communication and how to work together Is a, in a trustful, I mean, it's a trustful team spirit. It's not really important if you, where you are physically. Mm -hmm. So I can be on the Maldives or mm -hmm. wherever, yeah. uh, as long as uh, I've um, my work to do and I'm doing it. It's it's fine. Exactly. So um, we have actually one uh, one developer, Maxence, who worked from uh, Cap Verde. Like, which is not the Maldives, but it's close. <laughs> like, um, yeah, working from the beach. And that's fine. And also someone else, Jan, I think you interviewed him um, earlier. So Jan uh, worked like for half a year from Indonesia, um, which is obviously not in the office here. <laughs> And it's also a different time zone. Mm -hmm. That's another thing. It's You shouldn't really rely on um, people being behind their computer, everybody at the same time. Which is not working in normal companies anyways, because sometimes they're in a meeting or I don't know. So you shouldn't be like having this synchronous communication, like now we have this call and now everybody is there. But you should also like have a way of working together so that someone with, for example, now with Corona, taking care of their kids like in the afternoon and by then is working like in the evening or, or the other way around. So you should like have a company culture and process and everything where this is possible to work asynchronously and as you want. But sometimes it, it's still needed to work uh, synchronous. Mm -hmm. So so have have meetings. Uh, are there any rules you lay out or um, do the teams it all by themselves? So um, <laughs> that's not really a huge science or anything, but I personally are just not a huge fan of meetings. I mean, that's not true. 
meetings are sometimes important, but then short about a specific topic and with the right people. I'm not a big fan of this, like, hey, and now we have this meeting every day where 20 people sit around the desk and talk about everything. I don't know. This is just a waste of time for a lot of people. And um, I mean, I know, I know people work like in bigger companies where they're basically the whole day is filled with status meetings. You have a status meeting here, a status <laughs> meeting there, another status <laughs> meeting there. And then, I, I don't know. I mean, when do you actually produce something? So for us, we have also like big meetings. For example, we have once a week, um, we have a company meeting where we talk about what's going on in the company, but that's voluntarily. Someone who wants to can, can join and listen to it and discuss a bit. Um, but if you're busy, you don't want to, you don't have to join. And all the important uh, information is coming through other communication channels like chat and email anyways. So if you want to be in the meeting, then you can be, but it's not, uh, it's not, you don't have to. And most of the other communication, they are like in project meetings. So you have, a, I don't know, a new feature that needs to be developed. Then you have like a quick call with the right people for half an hour and that's it. You don't need this like standing, always repeating big meetings all the time. Mm -hmm. So you said trust is important uh, for you as, as a manager or CEO to trust your people doing the work they, they should do. But what's the other way around? Um, uh, is there any time tracking for the employees um, so that they don't work more than they should? Or mm. uh, do, do, do they by themselves? Or is there a company app um, where you track which one is doing what? How does this work? Mm. Yeah, that's a very important very interesting point because that's like the that's like the other side of the coin right because um basically if if i don't uh, track or the hours or don't really care how many when people work i only care about the results then this also means that the people are responsible on their own that they don't work too much so i mean next lot we don't really have the problem that people don't work too much though basically everybody has a tendency to work more because we have a dedicated team and everybody really likes the product and everything so we work a lot so the main challenge is to protect the people from themselves somehow i mean no. in a normal company you could like walk around and if everybody's still in the office at eight o'clock in the evening you can say please go home <laughs> <laughs> but uh Well, we don't have this here with the remote work because I can't really, I don't, I don't really know how much people work. Sometimes I notice that, oh, there's really a lot of stuff going on in the weekend. Then I can say, hey, please take care of yourself and take some time off and so on. But people are really responsible for their own and this in a good way and then also in a bad way. So in a way they can arrange the time as that fits their life, but they also have to do that actively then. Okay, so if they want they can use a time tracking app for themselves, yeah. but you won't check it. Exactly. Some people, and actually know, some people say that I do it for themselves, just to, yeah, just for themselves, just for tracking, understanding for themselves what's going on. The same way you track like your fitness or something, you check, track your time. But that's, the, this, the information doesn't go to the company. That's a pure, pure private thing. Mm -hmm. As a company, we don't 
it's really not important how many hours someone's sitting behind the screen. Okay. Do you track your own time? Me personally? Mm -hmm. No, no. no. <laughs> so you work yeah, too much. But I, yeah, <laughs> but I'm probably in a special situation, yeah. Okay. So there isn't an app you would uh, recall which is good for tracking time? On, no, no, on... no, no, no. I don't really know. No, sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. For me, it's like, it's for me, maybe it blurs even more together than for most people. It's really my my hobby and my job. I wouldn't really know when to stop and when to start, but that's probably only me. Okay. So home office, Corona times, um, you laid out, okay, you're a company working remotely from the start, but is there anything which has changed during mm. uh, the, the Corona times? Yeah. 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 Uh, a lot of things. Um, I mean, there are some practical things um, and then also um, a little bit in the product itself, Nextcloud itself. So from a, from a practical perspective, I mean, I mentioned that we really have a lot of people working from remote, but usually we still meet in person. So we usually have like three, four um, like meetings where everybody comes together per year um, and everybody comes together every second or third months or something and then we just meet in person for a week it is important for socializing and discussing bigger topics that are easier to discuss in person um, and this is all cancelled now obviously unfortunately um, and that's a bit of a challenge so we are um, trying to compensate for that for example we started um, every week um, we have a community call in the evening where um, everybody can join also from the community and we just talk about everything. There's an unspoken rule that we shouldn't talk about work <laughs> okay. because then it just turns into another work meeting, but it's basically just a private thing and everybody can come and we can talk about stuff. That's what's really important when everybody was like locked at home during Corona to socialize a bit and And even during, um, during daytime, we have a, a virtual coffee machine room. It's just a machine. Usually if you, I don't know, sometimes when you're deep in work and then sometimes you just need to talk with someone and then we have this virtual coffee machine. You can go into this room and then there might be other people and then we talk about something and then we go back to work. Okay. And we have other things. For example, we have a chat room now that we are, where we exchanging uh, music tips And stuff like that for new music and so we do a little bit more of those cooking was cooking. also a, a bit, bit topic at least uh, <laughs> on my work uh, stuff totally, uh, totally. cooking what what did you cook uh, this uh, this day or this evening totally, uh, well, totally. what do did the kids want it or not uh, stuff like that yeah yeah that's true but there are more changes um, also in next load in the product itself so, I mean, obviously, Nextcloud was always software that's designed for remote work. But um, we improved the last few releases um, in some key areas. I mean, obviously, we have Nextcloud Talk, which is about video calling and audio calling and chatting and so on, where we, the last release did a lot of changes. For example, we introduced this grid view, where you can um, have like many, many people in a call and you see everybody in the, in the grid as a small square um, and you can talk to each other. That's really useful if you have a lot of people in the room. And this was triggered yeah, by a lot of customers from us, but specifically for schools. 
because schools um, they have to do a lot of remote teaching now and um, we have a lot of schools um, all over Europe who use Nextcloud um, talk for that and then we introduced this and we also introduced like um, optimized the, um, the WebRTC part so that more people can participate in a call. So we, we have like something between like 50, 100, over 100 people is like easy now. And this was also done because of schools and big meetings and also optimized the backend of Nextlot Talk so we can deal with slow internet connections because at least in Germany, uh, schools and a lot of government organizations and companies, they often still have like slow internet connection. So we need this, we <laughs> discovered this problem just lately, to be totally honest, because we always optimize the server part a lot. And the, for example, we're working together with, uh, um, I'm not sure I can say the name yet, but hopefully announced soon, but uh, like a, a, a local government, um, a bigger organization in Germany here. Um, and we really optimized the server and everything that you can have calls with like hundreds of people, video calls. But then the, then it didn't work. And the problem was that the whole building of this, um, of this public administration only have a 16 megabit internet connection. <laughs> so okay. quite funny that, I mean, our server software was super fast and performant, but if the local network is slow, then well, and we also optimized that. So we optimized this a lot for, for Corona times and also other things like, for example, you can now, um, create a chat channel with your team members and you can drag and drop just an office document directly in the channel that's automatically updated. Everybody can click on the document and you can edit it together collaboratively and then keep on chatting and it's really nice and seamless. And we have a new deck, uh, which is our project management app release, which is like for remote uh, agile project management and yeah, project management sounds like a big thing, but you can really like, I know people who even <laughs> organize their, their family yeah. with, uh, with, with deck. <laughs> they can <laughs> organize different things. And it's, it's a nice tool again for remote work and for, for different time zones and, and so on. So there are a lot of it, things. It, it follows the Kanban uh, yes, rule. Exactly. Mm. It follows the Kanban style and it's really nice to organize distributed remote teams. Um, and or, or your home. All your home. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, also, yeah. Hopefully also a team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so there's a lot of changes in going into the software too. And and did uh, Corona change some uh, yeah, important parts? Okay, schools demanded more, but did your roadmap somehow change? Yeah, of course. Of course, totally. I mean the the bigger the bigger direction is still the same. I mean, that's like, we want to be the, the open source on-premise alternative to these big cloud services, like the Dropbox and the Google and the Office 365, Microsoft, and so on and so on. But everything completely as you want, where you want, open source, free software. That's the general direction. And this didn't change. This didn't change. That's still the same. But in details, um, there are just a lot of things. For example, we... We also implemented new password policies, things and passwordless authentication um, and stuff like that, which just makes collaboration um, from the home office easier because you don't really need to remember the password or the system administrator can enforce some policies because sometimes 
customers of their special policies if you wrote remote work from remote stricter password policies for example than if you're in the office and stuff like that and also we want to just make nextcloud overall more available for more small organizations um, who sometimes don't have like a full-fledged system administration team like schools and small companies that don't really have that oftenly so we made the whole overall installation easier so um, with nextcloud hub 18 earlier this year we already made it super easy to install um, only office as an editor for office documents and now with the 19 release we did the same for collabra so you can really with one click install it and it works automatically so everybody has their own full office collaboration software on-premise free software as, as they want in the past this required some docker configuration and other things which was easy if you're a system administrator <laughs> yeah. but not maybe not for <laughs> for your for your family um you maybe need an extra server configure yeah. stuff yeah um I also read that uh, that that uh, some things in only office changed at least for for small companies or home of home home users that the mobile uh, editing was um, changed or or um, isn't working anymore at least if if you haven't uh, a support contract with with only office was it also um, a piece why you now um, changed uh, to to collabora yeah so this was a bit of an unfortunate change i mean only office they are a different company collabora is also a different company they all make their own decisions they all have their own strategies i mean we are partnering but they're independent they can do what they want of course and as you mentioned only office they made a change to First of all, they have to change that they that, that chose to have a community edition and enterprise edition in the first place, which is something I personally don't like too much. They have the classic setup where the community edition has less features, and then you really need to pay for the enterprise edition if you want to have all the features. But then this is then not open source anymore, and yeah, the classic thing. And I personally don't like this too much. This was also one of the reasons why Nextcloud was created in the first place. Um, so um, yeah, and I now even made a change to make the community edition less powerful. So you mentioned the editing for mobile devices is only available in the proprietary for money enterprise edition from them. Yeah, that's something that I would have done a different decision, different choice, but of course they can do what they want. We from Nextcloud, we have the goal to deliver like as much um, open source and free software to our users. I mean, everything we do is open source, but also we like to partner with companies who have the same values. Um, and um, we also want to give like the best functionality and user experience to the users um, as possible. And yeah, Collabra is, um, yeah, has some benefits in this area because it's um, yeah 100% open source and doesn't have these enterprise restrictions and you can still do the remote editing but at the end of the day we support both and users can choose mm. did, did you talk to to both of them uh, oh, yeah, about, sure. every, about that every week sure. every week yeah, okay yeah, sure. so there is um you're trying to to evolve together uh mm -hmm. as um 
Absolutely. I mean, uh, like I said, we have sometimes disagreements, like with this topic that I just mentioned. But overall, the goal of all of us together is, of course, to be uh, like an alternative to these uh, big centralized proprietary cloud companies from China and the US. And this is something we, the goal we share. So we are working together. So maybe the last couple of months, uh, many people used Nextcloud for the first time in their life. Um, also, if a company has already an installed base, but many employees just use it for the first time, Uh, was there any scalability issues? Were customers complaining or did everything work just fine? Or were there things where you said, okay, uh, we need to tweak here a little bit um, for making it, uh, it scale better for, for customers? Uh, you mean the product now? Yeah. From a, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> Because we also next, have some yeah. scalability issues with the with the company. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because uh, for at the beginning of Corona, we got just uh, so many um, requests um, from potential customers via our website that we actually had okay. to hire spe um, specific additional people only to answer incoming requests. Okay. But that's a different kind of scalability <laughs> issue. <laughs> um, Yeah, no, um, from the software perspective, I mean, there are some pieces like the file sync and share part and also the groupware part. These are like components that is there like in production for many, many, many years. And there we have, we have, we have a customer with 20 million users with Nextcloud and this works fine. So there are no real scalability issues. It's really super scalable with just a normal stack where you add application servers, you have a load balancer, you have maybe a Redis cache and database cluster. It's just very standard things and it scales really to multi-million of users without any problems. This exists for many, many years. Um, with Nextcloud Talk, um, the same is true for the for, for chatting, for the chat um, part. So this is just super easy from a scalability perspective. This is straightforward. For the video calling, um, as I just mentioned earlier, there is a bit of a challenge um, to make this work with many people in the in the same uh, conversation, um, and that's not really the fault of Nextcloud Talk itself. It's just infrastructure, and as I said, mentioned earlier, sometimes customers want to have a video call with hundred people with high definition video um, in the same room and then I just we have to explain how much how many gigabits you basically need on local network speed to make this possible. And it's not really the fault of the next cloud server, it's just infrastructure if you have many, many people. And as I mentioned earlier, we introduced features where you can also dynamically scale down the video quality, dynamically depending on the network load and so on. So this is a lot of things we we introduced there. And we also um, have a special high-performance backend, which was also um, open-sourced lately, which makes also the scalability um, easier. But that's all not really our code. That was the challenge. It was more like to to run it for a school, which has yeah old servers and cables and stuff. <laughs> okay, you mentioned scaling the company. Yeah, in, in, in this 
pandemic you couldn't really go to the people say hi this is your desk uh, this is how we do things uh, how did this work how do you integrate new people coming into the company if you can't greet them properly yeah that's a bit of a, a challenge obviously because as i said remote work is really in our nature but we also meet in person from time to time just to yeah <laughs> to getting to know each other to have like a beer in the pub and together just to to, to socialize build, to, just to build up the team yeah mm -hmm. to socialize to build up the the, the team spirit And this, of course, uh, is not possible at the moment. In a lot of cases, it is still not a real problem for us because, as I mentioned, Nextcloud has this very huge community of contributors. So often when we are looking for new people and we are hiring and we are growing significantly lately, also because of Corona and other things, it's things are going well for us so we are hiring people but we are in the lucky situation that we can hire people from our community so basically when i'm looking for someone with a specific skill i can look into our community and say okay there's someone who is like knows this and that has like talent in uh, marketing or sales or in you know, sales engineering or development or support or whatever and then uh, i can yeah talk to the people and make an offer Yeah, usually they're very happy to turn their hobby into a job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, to really answer your question, <laughs> so these people, they know Nextcloud already and they know how we work. And we might have met already because they might have come to one of our last conferences or something. So there's already a, a good connection there. So this works quite quite well. But if it would be a complete new person... Like for accounting or stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, something, some, something financing and you really, really never meet in person once. That's, of course, a bit, bit of a challenge. Luckily, we don't have this problem yet. Okay. But um, yeah, I'm sure like for a lot of companies, this is, is a challenge. Yeah. Mm, but you don't have a solution yet. <laughs> <laughs> that. Well, we have a nice video calling uh, software here <laughs> and chatting and document sharing, collaboration, blah, blah, blah. But I, I'm, this doesn't replace uh, like a real meeting. Yeah, mm. sure. So will there be a Nextcloud conference next year? What do you think? Uh, there will be a Nextcloud conference this year. This year? Yeah. Okay. It so will be um, in October or November. It will be uh, end of September, uh, end of September, early October. Okay. And it will be um, like a, a hybrid format, partly online, partly offline. But um, I'm not saying more than that because I think uh, our marketing people are already angry with me <laughs> that I already mentioned that part. <laughs> no, there will be there will be an event. It will okay. be different than last year, but there will definitely be there will be an event. Mm. Okay. Yeah, then I would think we covered the whole Corona home office story <laughs> quite uh, quite a bit. And um, yeah, Frank, thank you very much Thanks, um, for explaining to <laughs> us how Nextcloud as a company works, what you're trying to deliver for all the others uh, out there working with your tools and um, we'll see how how Nextcloud will evolve in the next uh, versions. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs>